You're listening to an Eric Busby production. Jump complete. We are clear to navigate. Liquid warp station established. Where are we this time? Gotcha, it's not our system. Todd is correct. It's not our system. In fact, we appear to be. Now that is interesting. What is it, Professor? One moment, Captain. Art, be kind enough to turn the ship's camera to this setting and put it on our screens. Yes. Hang on a moment. Coming on screen now. My God. What is that? That, my dear Miss Lockhart, is a black hole. A black hole? Is it any threat to the ship? No, no, not from this distance. We're pretty far from it. Are you sure? That thing looks gigantic. Yes, it is big. It seems to be the only thing in this system. That and dust. (laughs) Just think, we are the first humans to ever see something like this close up. Don't get ahead of yourself, Professor. Our final destination is Earth, not that thing. Art, dock with the station and... What's happening? Sensors have detected a ship. It's on an intercept course. Captain, it's an Earth ship. What? How is that possible? I don't know, but I'm detecting life signs on board. Human life signs. I'm receiving its transponder code now. It's the battleship Liberator. Liberator? That's... It used to be the flagship of the Commonwealth Space Fleet. You mean before the crew mutinied and joined the Keepers of Liberty? Sam, hail them. I've been trying to, Captain. They're not answering. They're arming weapons. They don't know the war's over, do they? Of course not. They think we're an enemy ship. Captain, they're increasing speed. They'll be in firing range in two minutes. Red alert. All hands combat stations. Eric Busby presents Far Horizon Season 2, Episode 3 Visitors from Home Written by Eric Busby Jeeves, how long until the Liberator is in firing range? At its current rate of speed, the Liberator will enter firing range in two minutes. That's rather slow for a warship. Elaborate. 
Given their engine design, they could overtake the Ark Bell, even at cruising speed. Hang on, engaging scanner. Ah, well, that would explain it. What have you found? Liberator's taken on a lot of damage. The main engine is operating at a third of its normal input. Also detecting a number of hull breaches. And most of her energy cannons are offline. Wait, they've been destroyed. She's definitely seen some action. Considering everything we've gone through, I'm not surprised. Captain, they're attempting a weapons lock. About time. What? You want them shooting at us? No, but I need them in weapons range. Let me guess. You have a plan. I always do, number one. Captain, with all due respect, even a damaged Liberator has us outgunned. Back in the day, she was a top-of-the-line battleship. We just put this bucket of bolts back together. Donna, battles are won by strategy, not who has the most guns. Art, you were a pilot in the Commonwealth conflict. Yes, sir. Two years on the UCW Nosferatu. Tell me, have you ever done an Achilles heel? Achilles heel? You mean Liberator's, uh... Yes. Can you do it or not? I have, sir. Once. Near the nuclear waste dumps at Lunar Base Alpha. Good. You know what I need you to do? On my order. Aye, sir. Donna, give me control over all maneuvering jets. Hang on. Maneuvering jets are at your command. Right. We're good here, Captain. Stand by. Uh, Captain, what the hell is an Achilles heel? You're about to find out. Sam, I'm relieving you. Let me handle the ship's guns. Please. Uh, okay, sure. All right. Any second now. Alert. Liberator's weapons are locked upon the Ark Bell. They're firing. Is this part of the plan, too? It is. Everyone strap in tight and stay calm. Art, go now. Everybody, hang on. Liberator is closing fast. Breaking off to spiral. Everyone hold on. Matching speed. Got it. We're in position, Captain. Keep it up, Art. Weapons lock engaging. I don't feel so good. Me either. It's like all the blood's rushing to my skull. That's because it has. Side effects of the Achilles heel. Deep breaths, everyone. Would some kind soul tell me what we've done? The short version? Well, we just tripped the Liberator into letting us sit right under her aft hull. Point-blank range of their weapons? Why the hell would we do that? Watch this. Railguns armed. Firing. Donna, sit rep on Liberator. Uh, right. Scanning. I'm reading power fluctuations all over the Liberator. Her life support and gravity are falling to bare minimum. Her engines have gone cold. They're drifting. 
What did you do, Nick? Liberator's a defined class warship. She has a massive power plant. Highly radioactive. Obviously, but what's that got to do with... It needs a lot of shielding, which Equity Corps felt was a huge waste of money. Instead, they used minimal shielding and set the power plant close to the outer hull. That way the worst radiation bleeds out into space. Yes, to minimize cost. But that makes the power plant easier to hit. One hell of a vulnerability. Hit the ship in the right place and the power plant gets fried. Crippling the whole ship. Achilles heel. Exactly. That's how we took them down during the war. Sam, resume station and hail them again. Maybe now they're willing to talk. Hi, sir. What the hell are you doing? Blow them up before they attack again. Liberators crippled. They're no longer a threat. Besides, these are the first living people we've encountered since we left Earth. Nicholas, these people are fanatics. They massacred thousands without even blinking an eye. They're worse than the damned zombies. They've been out here a long time, Susan. They might know a lot more about this area of space. It's information we could use. Captain, I'm still not getting a response from Liberator. See? They're not talking. We should eliminate them now while we still can. No. No. I think we'll board them instead. What? Have you heard anything I've said? I would not go over there if I were you. That's why you're staying. Sam... Have Dr. Tucker, Engineer Cat, and an armed security team meet us at the docking bay in ten minutes. I'm on it. Captain, would you mind if I sent Gareth along with you? Someone with a scientific background could be of use on your team. Agreed. See to it, Professor. Donna, once we've made hard dock, you'll be joining the board party in case we need to stabilize the Liberator. Yes, sir. Number one, you're in command of the bell until we get back. Understood, Captain. Can I just say one more time... I think this is a big mistake. Your objection will be noted in my log, Commander. What do you know about that? 
Because I took over Christopher's body. You remember Christopher, don't you, Gareth? Young fellow who was trapped in the cargo bay when your captain sealed it up. Ooh, I remember the screams he made as he was torn into the terror in his eyes. Anyways, I digress. Being bitten does not change you, but it did allow us to see into you. See into me? How? That bite exposed you to the darkness. It liked what it saw. It's chosen you to become one with it. You should feel elated, Gareth. Only one in billions ever make the cut. What if I don't want to become one with anything? What happens then? I wish I could say that's not an option. But actually, I don't. Come on, Gareth. You should be nice to me. Especially after what I've just done for you. What do you mean? The Liberator? You think bombing another ship from Earth was mere coincidence? <laughs> Chances of something like that happening randomly are quite astronomical. No, 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 my friend. I arranged all of this. Why would you do that? Why indeed? That's a very good question. You'll find out in due time. What the hell is that supposed to mean? Where did you go? Gareth, why are you yelling? Oh, uh, Professor, sorry, I was... I was, uh, singing. Yes, that's what I was doing. Not that well, I guess. Yes, tone of your voice does make my gorge rise. It's fine. Anyways, get your kit together. You're meeting with the captain at the docking bay in a few minutes. <sighs> Let me guess. You volunteered me for something? Oh, no, 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 no. He asked for you by name. You're going over to the Liberator to help the boarding team. I'm boarding the Liberator? <sighs> After you suggested it, no doubt. Now, now, Gareth. Would I do something like that? Oh, of course not, Professor. I assume if I find something out of the ordinary, you want me to report it to you only? You know me so well. That is why we make a great team, Gareth. Yes, don't we though? Now run along. The captain is expecting you. Docking arm has made contact and travel to pressurized. Thanks, Art. Mind the store. We'll be back soon. Alright, people. Be ready for anything. We don't know what we're going to encounter. We're good to go, Captain. Well, let's go meet the neighbors. down here. It's all black. Picking up platelets, clotting factors, human plasma. Todd, it's fruit and blood. This is strange. What do you have, Gareth? I'm locking my scanner on the life signs aboard. I think they're all close to the Liberator's mess hall. 
<laughs> For lunchtime? During an attack? Somehow I doubt that. Donna, Kat, get to the bridge. See if you can get environmental controls up and working. On it, boss. Yes, sir. Todd, take some guards and go with them. Try the ship's computer. I want an explanation for what happened here. I'll uh, see if I can find anything to boost the Bell's computers while I'm at it. Good man. As for the rest of us, let's go to lunch. All right, the bridge should be right behind this door. Buried in ice! Yeah, it's going to take a few minutes to melt it away. Don't know about you two, but this place has given me the creeps. Can't shake the feeling that we're being watched. (laughs) That's because you're paranoid. I'm not paranoid! Oh, come on, Donna. You believe in all those conspiracy theories like the UFO crash in Roswell, the face on Mars? Area 52? Area 51, you idiot! And theories are based on facts! The government has been covering up the truth for decades! Oh, yeah. What about the president you thought was the Antichrist? What was his name? Donald Wump or something? Trump! And Hannity was the Antichrist! You know he was executed for treason, don't you? That's just what he wanted people to think! Making everyone drop their guard while he plots his next move! Ugh, my god, just get a room already. What the hell is that supposed to mean? You really need me to spell it out for you, Todd. (laughs) Todd is like the last person I would ever sleep with. I'd rather hook up with one of the dead first. Really? You'd rather be with a zombie over me? Well, no, but... I mean, we've... Uh, You two can work on this later. I got the eyes cleared. Shall we go in? Whoa. Looks like a hurricane hit this place. The whole bridge is trashed. We'd have to rebuild all these controls just to get them working. Not from what I can... What the hell? What do you see, Todd? The central computer monitor should be right here. Something's covering the entire console. Oh, I can't be certain, but it looks organic. Let me see that. You're right. It looks like flesh melded with the computer. There's something dripping off it. Mucus? God, that smell. Hmm. You got something, Kat? Well, with all the other bridge controls smashed, I can't help wondering. I think this is what's controlling the ship. What? We better tell the captain. Let him know what we found. Right. Don't touch anything. Once we check on the crew, we'll be on our way up. Understood, boss. Cat out. Uh, this place is getting creepier by the minute. Like one of those old haunted houses that pop up around Halloween. You know, where you wander around in a dark maze? 
Someone pops out dressed as a monster and yells, Boo! <laughs> Only in this case, they'll probably try and eat us. Give it a rest, would you, Tucker? Captain, the boys have cleared the ice off the door to the mess hall. Well, let's pop in and say our hellos. Huh. What's all this vegetation? Hydroponics? Not just vegetation, Sam. My scanner indicates these pods are a blend of plant and animal matter. Twenty-seven in all. The surface is almost transparent here. Are those bodies inside? It's the crew of the Liberator! What's left of them? This ship had a crew of 130. Whatever these pods are, they're freezing cold. That's it! It's a form of cryogenics! Cryo-what? Cryogenics! A means to suspending life by freezing the body. They've been experimenting with it back on Earth for ages. Can we, I don't know, get them out and wake them up? I'm not sure. This technology is far more advanced than anything we've come up with back on Earth. Maybe Jeeves can help us. Good idea. Lancer to Art Bell. Come in, please. Art Bell here. How are things over there? Rather frosty. Environmental controls are not working well. This whole ship is one massive icebox. Susan, I need someone to bring over Jeeves' model unit. You found something interesting, I take it. You could say that, number one. Understood. It's on its way. Oh, bell out. Well, while we wait for them to bring the unit over, I suggest Captain, we... we found something over here I think you should look at. Dear God. No life, Captain! Just a pile of body parts! Hmm, members of the crew. Now this is very strange. Garrett, what are you doing to that body? This woman's chest, it's been cut open. Notice she's missing her heart and lungs. Yes, it's kind of gross looking. They've been removed with surgical precision. Like someone was saving the organs for transplants. <laughs> or choosing their favorite cuts of meat. Damn it, Tucker, did you really have to go there? This place feels like a meat locker as it is. Question is, who did this? And why? More to the point, are they still here? On board the ship? You have been listening to Far Horizons. Featured in the cast were... David O. as Nicholas Lancer, Julia Eve as Susan Lockhart, John Spesh as Artemis Kane, Jason Harder as Todd Eccleston, Zach Ricks as Sam Reed, Natalie Motti as Donna Briggs, Ellie Hirschman as Joshua Baker, Michael Hudson as Gareth Shaw, Kevin Tremblay as Dr. Sherman Tucker, Meg Sutton as Engineer Cat, Bruce Busby as the host, Eric Busby as the trooper, and Peter Joseph Lewis. The script editor was Joe Medina. Far Horizon theme by Kai Hartley. Additional music composed by Adrian von Ziegler and Kevin McLeod. This is Mark Ruthie. You have been listening to an Eric Busby production.
Copyright 2018. Imagine the world around you is nothing but an illusion. Creatures of legend wage endless wars between shadow and light, but you never see it. Even now, dark forces threaten reality as we know it, but most people never know they exist. This is the world I walk in. I am called Byron, and these are my chronicles. The Byron Chronicles, available at ericbosbypresents.com, iTunes, Stitcher, and everywhere else podcasts are available. Thank you for accepting the offered position for the examination and repair expedition out to Outpost Freestead. My God! Are you seeing this? What the fuck? Then go do it then! If we can leave, we need to get moving! This storm is not normal. We must leave. The following documents and recordings are a compilation detailing the events the repair team sent to Outpost Freestead, consisting of Dr. Rosa Della Torre, Walter Heath, Graham Kasner, Dr. Karina Schumacher-Weiss, and Jonas Thorninson. In the winter months, gale storms in Svalbard can reduce visibility dramatically. During these storms, travel is not advised. This probably isn't really worth noting, but during my final radiation tests of the day, I saw a blip out in the opposite direction of Ra. It's a bright light with the pinpoint clarity of a star, but obviously it's not a star since it wasn't there yesterday. Or even a few hours ago. Also, it's moving. Charlotte's taking this new development with all the grace of a garbage fire. She barged in on her hydraulic arm while I was checking Ra's radiation emissions earlier and started reciting the entire Caldwell Enterprises emergency preparedness manual to me from start to finish. I took that to mean that she thinks the incoming light is a matter of some concern. I told her to be more optimistic, that it might not be coming directly toward us, that it could simply be a mirage, that she technically doesn't have a death to fear, but she just started reciting the manual all over again from the beginning. So I wedged a fallen tree branch up into the hydraulic tracks to block her from exiting the glass house. Season one of Girl in Space launches September 18th, 2017, with a new episode every two weeks. Subscribe using your favorite podcast app or stream episodes at girlinspacepodcast.com. It's all here, in space. 
Battleground Productions presents Brass, The Devil in Whitechapel. The place is London, and the year is 1887, in a Victorian world of airships and ethereal batteries, of computational engines and ingenious automatons, where an enlightened empire strives to provide unparalleled blessings of scientific ingenuity to all of its citizens. But a very bright world casts a very dark shadow. And in London, one of the places where its darkness is impenetrable is the district in the East End known as Whitechapel. Join us for a special expedition into mystery, madness, and the uncanny as Lord and Lady Brass go in search of a missing child deep into the world of the Victorian occult, where poets, mediums, and diabolists are all met on the trail of the devil in Whitechapel. Brass on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Bolt your doors, lock your windows, turn off your lights, and come with me into the Weird Darkness. I'm Darren Marlar, the creator and host of Weird Darkness, bringing you true stories of the paranormal, supernatural, mysterious, macabre, unsolved, and unexplained. New episodes seven days a week. Get the podcast at WeirdDarkness.com or search for Weird Darkness in your favorite podcast app. Prepare for a spine-tingling, nerve-shattering podcast featuring all your favorite monsters. You won't believe your ears when you listen to Monster Monster Kid Kid Radio. Here your host, Derek M. Cook, and his ever-rotating stable of guests discuss your favorite classic and sometimes not-so-classic monster movies. Subscribe to Monster Kid Radio through iTunes or Stitcher, or visit monsterkidradio.net before the next weekly episode of Monster Monster Kid Kid Radio. Go through the archives for interviews with Sarah Karloff, Victoria Price, and Joel Hodgson. Listen to discussions about movies like Creature from the Black Lagoon, Island of Terror, and King Kong. And don't forget convention coverage from Monster Bash and the H.P. Lovecraft Film Festival. Classic Monsters. Modern Talk. And the head of Rondo Hatton. Only on Monster Monster Kid Radio! Coming December 22nd at 8pm. My sons, who I have had since they were babies adopted from foster care. I Still Believe by Rob Watson. Those who still believe can hear the tinkling sounds of Santa's sleigh bells. Only at leapaudio.org. I still believe. I do still believe. Leap Audio, where gay characters are normal.